0: Hello, I'm Alish Quinn. This is Arctic Tourism and the Pandemic, a Radio Canada international podcast. So in previous episodes, we've looked at the challenges facing the northern tourism industry in Canada. And one of the solutions that's been floated to help businesses in Canada in general is the promotion of domestic tourism or staycations. Now, with the small populations in northern Canada and the fact that many places are fly-in only, this in general is not a strategy that's seen as workable the way it would be in the south. But we did want to check in with one of the northern communities that tried it to hear about what worked or what didn't, how they implemented the strategy, and how they're going to navigate the uncertain times ahead. So today we're turning our attention to Hay River, That's a town in the southern part of Canada's Northwest Territories. And just to note, it is a community with road access. And the person who's going to tell us all about it is Peter McGill. He's the Tourism and Economic Development Coordinator in the town of Hay River. And we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of their staycation campaign, as well as what he thinks even small northern communities like Hay River will be able to offer the post-pandemic world once people start traveling again. And now, here's our conversation. Peter McGill, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us a little bit today about Hay River. And um, I thought, you know, many of our listeners, whether they're international or Canadian, might not be familiar um, with this community, what's unique about it, and what the tourism situation was like before the pandemic. So give us a little sense of what Hay River sounds, looks, and, and feels like. Okay.
1: Um, Hay River is the second largest community in the Damascus Territories. And we're located at the south end of Great Slave Lake. And it is the transportation hub for the, uh, the territories. So we have rail uh, head ends here, most nor- northern continental rail head end. Uh, we have a barge company that barges um, fuel and supplies up the Mackenzie River to the uh, Arctic Ocean. Of course, uh, air traffic here. This is the home of Polo Airways, if anybody's seen Ike Pilots, NWT, on History Television. We're about three hours from the Alberta border, so we're uh, quick access from uh, southern, southwestern Canada. And it's, uh, it's beautiful here. It's uh, filled with waterfalls and, a, you know, um, great boreal forest and lots of uh, attractions and adventures to be had.
0: So it sounds like um, there was a lot of tourism potential even sort of for many years. What was the tourism season like? Um, Was tourism a big part of the economic development of the community before the pandemic hit?
1: Uh, Well, I think uh, in the last three years, we uh, made our visitor center a year-round facility and we committed ourselves to a full-time tourism and economic development coordinator. That's who I am. Uh, We wanted to grow our tourism in the community and engage with the other surrounding communities in the South Slave region. And uh, it was great Uh, for the last three years, uh, numbers going up. Uh, We've seen lots of uh, road traffic, and uh, even people who felt that it might have been a little bit too congested in uh, the uh, capital, Yellowknife, they were making the trek down here to uh, explore the South Slave you know, rural View, that kind of stuff. The pandemic kind of put a little damper on everything. And with the borders being locked down since March, we don't see any road traffic coming up for essential uh, workers.
0: We've been counting
1: on regional, uh, territorial traffic to, to come into the community.
0: And then there was this staycation strategy that was put in place um, before sort of the 2020 uh, summer season. Talk to us a little bit about how that came to be. You know, it's, we, it seems like it's been so long now, but, um, you know, nobody knew what was going to happen uh, in, when things hit in March and April. So, how were you guys able to sort of repivot and? Think, sort of not give up, but try to think of some way to, to stay on with the, the plan for tourism development in the place.
1: Yes. Well, um, in 2020, uh, we finalized our tourism development plan and um, created a tourism uh, marketing strategy, uh, which we're in the process of uh, launching right now to attract uh, tourists, and we did recognize before the pandemic hit that we needed to uh, encourage uh, local and regional territorial tourists to to consider coming down and, and spending time in, in Hay River and exploring the South Slave region, uh, using Hay River as a as a base or a hub for adventure. And then when the pandemic hit, we said, okay, well, I guess we will we'll beef up that idea of. Um, reaching out to uh, these local tourists, our neighbors, and encourage them to come down. So we developed uh, a staycation uh, plan, and and that was, uh, rather than being staycation, we called it, uh, you know, uh, turn your vacation into a haycation. <laughs> so encouraging people to come down here and, and visit our parks and see uh, the sandy beaches and and, uh, and all the waterfalls that are here. It's uh it's a beautiful region, and I think many people really, when you live in a province or a, a location, you don't spend time uh, going around uh, looking at where you live. And this uh, pandemic is giving us a pause to go and and be amazed by what, what, it, what draws everybody else here as tourists.
0: And what um, do you think sort of made it successful? Because even in in twenty twenty, a lot of people, were this was before the vaccines, people were uh, afraid to travel. Um, how did you address that side of things?
1: Uh, we're fairly fortunate here because of the uh, the lockdown right away in March, and the borders have not been opened at all. That we we've, we've we've kind of been in a bubble, almost like nothing's changed except we just don't see people going into our area so travel amongst you know the uh, the communities in the northwest territories was fairly you know regular and open um and our approach was to do radio campaign uh newspaper ads that tied in with um the northwest territories tourism uh, staycation plans um, and promotions and we had postcards and anybody who came in we were giving postcards and telling them to send Send it to friends and relatives and tell them about their great vacation, adventure, and experience. Mm-hmm. And um, the feedback we got was that a lot of people were not only sending it to friends and other communities in the Northwest Territories, but they were sending it to friends and relatives outside to say, hey, when this lockdown is over, you got to come and visit. So I think we kind of tied into that um, friends and family Uh, tourism that uh, seems to be a big chunk of, you know, most communities uh, draw an attraction.
0: And also, I imagine when people hear something like that from their friends and family, there's more of an impact and they'll say, oh, they went there and things were okay. So, you know, for us, it will be the same. Absolutely. And what about now? So um, this summer coming up, um we there's the vaccine rollout but it still seems like it's going to be going on into the fall what are your plans for tourism this summer are you going to do anything differently or is the haycation here to stay
1: uh haycation is here to stay for the next probably well i guess a year until we, we get out of this and and, and i think it, it, it does have legs um to last year on that it's it's kind of become a you know household uh you know term Affectionately used in the Northwest Territory, so uh, the hope is, is that maybe that catches on elsewhere in the uh, in the country and beyond and uh, people start thinking about uh, us as a destination for uh, unique hate-ish. Um so we'll'll we'll see, we'll see what happens uh, I mean, We're trying to remain positive and uh, and you know while the lockdown is is um, unfortunate and uh, it's created problems for for many businesses and people. Uh, one good side is that it's given us an opportunity to take a step back and reflect on what we have been doing, uh, where we're going, and what needs to be changed or improved.
0: And have you gotten to that point of reflection yet in terms of how Hay River wants to position itself um, tourism-wise as we come out of the pandemic and in the post-pandemic period?
1: Absolutely. I think... um, well, our belief is that people are going to be looking for, you know, uh, large tracts of nature with very few people and um, to physically uh, distance themselves and to be able to enjoy their vacation without having to worry about um, the, the virus so we uh, we believe that we we will be an attraction. People will be um, driving up from southwestern Canada, uh, maybe even some other provinces, making that uh, trek to uh, the Northwest Territories as a bucket list, and um, and not looking to travel internationally. And, uh, that way they, they they feel safe. The Northwest Territories is a perfectly situated. Um, because for for tourism as we ease out of this lockdown and pandemic, uh, because there 's very few people and a lot of land and adventure and attractions, and people can feel safe uh, traveling here um, and don 't have to worry about you know, the, the need to physically distance because they already are intrinsically by right being in nature. <laughs>
0: And, you know, if its I know we're sort of still in the middle of things, but do you think there's anything that other um, northern communities uh, could learn from your success with this? Um, Hay River is sort of a unique situation. Many of Canada's northern communities aren't, you know, accessible by road and whatnot. But um, is there anything in terms of approach or creativity that you think other people could sort of take from what you guys have done and how you've approached this?
1: Um... I think we approached it thinking that we needed to have a sense of humor about uh, ourselves and say, you know, like, create some type of catchy and rememberable slogan. And I think really capitalize on what you have to offer that is not necessarily, you know, guided or or that a paid experience, Um, that you can come up and and actually self-guide your own adventure in the South Slaves using Hay River as you are base of activity. Anything else? I think, you know, it's going to be different for each community um, as we uh, come out of this. And uh, I'm really hopeful that uh, the vaccine is coming fast enough um, and that we'll see a lot of our outfitters and uh, service providers, businesses survive to, um, you know, enjoy the, the, uh, the tourist traffic that will be coming once the borders are open again.
0: Well, Peter McGill, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you very much.
0: This has been Arctic Tourism and the Pandemic, a Radio Canada International podcast.